Because I remember when I was a, a young boy, I, I just, you know, Christmas was it, wasn't it? Uh, waking up and, and trying to beg my mom and dad to get out of bed, and they just seemed to want to get out of bed. And I was the last of five kids, so maybe that was why. Maybe it's just over it. Uh, but boy, it was a it was a it was a wonderful day, and uh, I'd ride out with my dad to pick up his parents, and uh, you know, and then it, all, all the whole family and the friends would come in and out throughout the day, and it was just a, a wonderful day. It's a it's a it's a blessing, isn't it? It's a blessing to be with family and friends. It really is, and it's a day of uh, it's a day of kind of a, of a the one day out of the year that is just definitely a kind of a day of peace. It's a day that uh, you know I'm I'm not I'm not worried about anything, and I'm not. I'm not stressing over anything. I, I'm just, uh, it's a day of calmness and peace and, and a day to just enjoy. And uh, a, lot of love. a lot of love, yeah. It's just a, it's just a wonderful day. Uh, and so I'm only going to talk to you for a few minutes this morning. Uh, and we've been on the centerpiece uh, for the last couple of weeks, and, and today we're going to finish that up. And it's the search. And uh, as we can uh, look through the Bible, we'll see everybody is searching. And, and this time of year, we've got we the New Year's coming up next Sunday. We'll be here again next Sunday at 1030. Uh, no Sunday school again next Sunday, but, but 1030. And uh, it's that new year. And, and so everybody's, everybody's always searching for something. You know, you will hear everybody make a bunch of resolutions next year and uh, for next week and, and next year. And they're going to be searching to, to accomplish something throughout their life. Uh, one of the main things that people search for, especially different countries and different uh, people, is, is peace. I mean, peace is that thing that we search for. Uh, whether, as, as, as we just read the Christmas story out of Luke, I've only got a couple verses this morning, and, and the thing I'm going to emphasize on is this search for peace. I mean, the world is always searching for peace, and about time uh, we think we've got peace, uh, something else pops up, and, and it starts to deteriorate our peace. And so peace is something that we really search for. And, uh, you know, that night when the angels came and the great host opened up in, in worship and singing and and praising God in front of those shepherds, they immediately went out searching for this baby that they were just told about. And then the wise men, when they saw the star, they, they immediately they, they wanted to search this out. Search out this, this thing that's happening, this Messiah that's coming. So, and, and as even, even Herod, the king, the wicked king, he was in search of this one little baby. And this, to this world today is in search of something. And many of us are in search of God. And this is where we find our peace. It was 400 years uh, that God had not spoken to the prophets or anything in the last 400 years until this morning. And the, all the heavens woke up. And they proclaimed this great, wonderful news. And he brought peace with him. So this peace came to earth right here this time. And since that time, we've had a way to find peace. He's given us this peace if we'll just search it out. Because your peace is Jesus Christ. And he should be the center peace of your life. Our minds have been created to search. If you just give that thought for a while, you'll understand, yeah, it seems like I'm always searching for the next thing, the, the next thing to fulfill me, the next thing, whatever it might be, a, a better position, uh, uh, more children, whatever it might be. We're always searching. It's what our search reveals that will bring peace or fear. I'm not going to get into the fear part very much, but there is this difference, a, a peace and a fear. There's an opposite to almost everything. 
that God is righteous in all peace and all good, and Satan is evil and sinful and fear. And that's the two. God does not have an opposite because he doesn't, he's perfect. And Satan doesn't have an opposite because he's just all evil. But everything else pretty much has an opposite, negative, positive. I want you to find peace this morning and to know that it's not a peace just for a few hours or one day a year, but it's an eternal, everlasting peace. And, you know, the, the, the thing about it, it's, it's, it's the Christians that find peace. It's the people that follow Jesus Christ that find true peace. We're the only ones in the entire world that find the true peace because peace came with Jesus Christ. He is the centerpiece of our peace. I'm not going anywhere, guys. There we go. One life brought with it the way to end fear, allowing peace to be your victory. In John 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. This is Jesus about to end his ministry and about to go home and about to be sacrificed on the cross. And I start here, and we'll go to the beginning of Jesus in a minute. But peace I leave with you. And he's talking to his disciples. He says, my peace I give to you. It's a true peace that you can have. And one of the hardest things for me to, to witness as a pastor is to see the people, his congregation, that are fighting to find peace. They're searching to find peace, but then they allow the world to disrupt their peace when you don't need to. And I think Christmas morning is a wonderful time to preach on peace. I think it's a wonderful time for you, the, the followers of Jesus Christ, to know that no matter what happens this coming year, peace can be yours through it all. And as the trials and temptations and all those things come at us, peace can be had. Just search it out. Peace I leave with you. That's what he, he's left for us, is peace. It's not, a, it's not a false peace. It's not a, a peace once in a while. It's a peace, a true peace. And I just, I just, I just open my heart and pray that, that this church and many other churches, the Christians throughout the world, would have the peace that Jesus Christ is talking about. It's not a, a peace from, from wars and battles, because that will never end until... The, he takes us home, but it's a peace through all the wars and battles in our life to have a, a tremendous peace. And he says, my peace I give to you. See, this peace cannot be given by anybody else or anything else. No matter what you try to fulfill your life with, with this peace, it can only be given to you by the centerpiece, Jesus Christ. So why I, I stress so much, it's so important to know who Jesus is in your life and then follow him and, and spend time in worship and in the church and, and things like that because I know that's where peace comes from. I know that outside of that peace, the evil that waits for us, that so easily ensnares us. But his peace holds us together. Amen? You know what holds a family together? Peace. You know what separates a family? Sin and evil. Destruction from the world. Destruction because one person said one thing and somebody else didn't like their fruit dressing and, and didn't like the cranberry sauce. and Just the silliest things in the world can separate it. A church can be separated because somebody didn't like the, the color of carpet. You think these are, are the wall or anything. Well, I don't like that. And pretty soon the, the church, I have heard of church splits because of the color of walls. It's because they, they haven't found the true peace, the everlasting peace. And it just shows you that Jesus Christ is not the centerpiece of that family or that church. 
Because this peace he gives to us, he leaves it with us. Not as the world gives, to, gives do I give you. See, it's not the same peace. I remember back on the, in World War II, I wasn't born yet, but I, the histories that I read, and when they got on the, I think it was the battleship Missouri, and they signed the peace agreement between Japanese and America. That was a piece of paper they signed. And there had to be something to back up that peace. Well, what backs up our peace is the cross of Christ. Amen? It backs our peace up. He came to earth. He came to earth as his child, as his, as his baby, and in the places that nobody wanted to even let him in. And I want to just talk about that for one second. This, when they were going to Bethlehem, they were searching out a place to find that night because Joseph is nervous and Mary's getting ready to have this child and they know who it is and you just see the, the, the nervousness going on trying to find a place for him to stay but there was no place in the inn, it reads. You know, today I look out throughout this world and I even look in Christians' homes and places. You know what? There's a lot of places that there's no room for Jesus today. We look at it and say, well, there was no place for them back then in the inn and nobody wanted to keep them. Well, people... They're still not bringing him in. There's some of you sitting here that haven't brought Jesus into your life. And you keep saying, there's no room in my life for you. Well, I'm asking you on this wonderful, glorious day, if we call Christmas, to allow Jesus to come into your life. Because you'll look at those scriptures and you'll say, well, I would have let him in. Well, will you let him in today? Will you let him be the peace of your life today? Will you enjoy him Will you have a relationship with him to fulfill the peace? So it's not just a question of a couple of thousand years ago. It's the same question. Will you let him in? Will you just let this wonderful Savior in? It's not as the world gives to do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Now, it kind of swifts into a different direction there. He talks about this peace, and it's not the same peace of the world. It's the peace that only God can give. Then he goes right to, this is Jesus talking, let not your heart be troubled. It's because when we truly have the peace of Christ, when we truly have this, this Christmas gift, our hearts stop being troubled. So a question for Christians is, is your heart always seem to be in trouble? Does it always seem to be something wrong? It's not quite beating the way it should beat. It, it's always jealous or it's always anxious for something that you can't achieve. Well, that's the absence of peace. And I'm asking you today to allow peace to come into your life. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And that's that weird word fear. Because see, if peace truly rules your life, fear leaves your life. Amen? Peace begins at one source, Jesus. Even in the church or the Bible cannot give you lasting peace if it doesn't flow from the source. Amen? I can read God's word continually, but if I don't take him in, allow him to, to be a part of my life, then it can't give me the peace that he's talking about. It's just words on paper, wonderful words on paper, the most magnificent words ever written down. But yet it has to enter in my life for my life to be the peace that Jesus is talking about. I can come to church. I can 
worship with you and, and, and have fellowship with you and, and do all kinds of things, even outside the church with you. But if the true peace, the centerpiece is not part of my life, then I'm lying to myself because I don't have that peace as maybe someone else in this church does. Wrong way. Glory to God in the highest, from Luke 2.14. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That's what they were shouting that morning, that evening. Glory to God in the highest. If peace is within your life, the glory to God in the highest should be your words. And on earth, peace. Jesus Christ came to earth, and one of the things he left is his peace. And he's asking us to take that in and goodwill towards men. In other words, be gentle, be sweet, smile, show them your peace. To have the peace of God, you must have peace with God. Everybody, let me read that. To have the peace of God that we're talking about this morning, you must have peace with God. That's the only way to achieve this peace. And, and many of us, many people struggle with having peace with God. They let all kinds of distractions interrupt that peace. Or they've never had it. And they suffer through. If you haven't understood this peace with God, this morning is a wonderful time to figure that out. We're going to close in just a minute and we're going to open up for communion on this day. And I ask you to just think about some of the questions. Do you have room for Jesus? Are you, are you shutting him out? And then griping and complaining, maybe because when you read that everybody else shut him out and they can't believe they didn't let some pregnant lady in the house when you're doing the same thing today? You're doing the exact same thing? You say, oh no, I'm a preacher, I'm, I'm a Christian. Well, are you a part-time Christian or are you a full-time Christian? See, I don't believe in part-time Christianity. I believe in full-time Christianity. You can call me radical, you can call me whatever you want. It doesn't matter. That's what I believe in. I don't believe that I can have peace one minute and peace not the next. I believe that I'm able to have peace all the time. And the only reason I don't have peace is because I start separating myself from the relationship with Jesus Christ. Do you have room for Jesus? Psalms 29, 11. This is my last verse. Can everybody stand and we'll read this? Brooke, come on up. I'm going to start it. You guys finish it. I'll finish it with the Lord. Psalms 29, 11. I'll read it for you. The Lord. It, it's not... It's not the Christmas presents. It's not uh, the, the new job. It's not uh, the people around me. It's not family. It's not friends. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. The Lord will give strength. Now I look at that and I say the strength because you know I need strength. 
that my peace can endure. Because of all the obstacles we deal with in the flesh, strength is important, and the Lord knew it. So he gives us strength to his people. Now, who, who does he give the strength to? Everybody say what? Yeah. You. His people. His people. So there's no excuse not to have the peace and the strength that God gives us. You have no excuse. Because the Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Now that word bless is a, is a wonderful word. We all like blessings. But outside of the blessing of, of the grace and salvation, my next blessing is peace. Peace in this world. Peace with my family. Peace in my situations. Peace. To proclaim, this is the challenge for your day, to proclaim peace with God beyond this world's understanding. That means no matter what's taking place or what will take place this afternoon, Beyond that, there's a peace that can be settled in your heart. Because Jesus is your, everybody say? He's your centerpiece. And if he is your centerpiece, then you have peace. I'm going to open up the tables and we're going to have a baptism in just a moment. Damien's getting baptized today. And it's going to be on the TV. You know, he'll always say the rest of his life, I was baptized on Christmas on a Sunday. Isn't that something, that a wonderful time? He came up to me about six weeks ago and said, Pastor Paul, I said, yep. He said, I want to get baptized. And so we've had a few talks and uh, talked with Earl about it too. And then he's ready. He's ready. So come and enjoy the Lord this morning in communion. If you belong to Jesus Christ, if you've spent that time and asked him to come and be in your life, to be a part of your life, Come and enjoy him. Now I want to warn you, if you have not asked him in your life, and he's still on the outside of your life, then don't do communion. It's not, it's not ready. You're not ready for that yet. The Bible warns us not to do that. But if you have, then come. Enjoy him today. And if you can't do it, just come. We'll, we'll, we'll show you all about grace and, and tell you all about it and how to accept Jesus in your life. You just think of it that way as that morning or that night when that baby was born and nobody had room in for him in the end. But you do. And it's basically to say, Lord, come live within my life. I open up my heart to you. I recognize that I'm a sinner. And I need forgiveness. And I'm asking you, Lord, to, to save me. To change me. That I may become a child of God. Let's bow our heads. Father, as we come before you, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the birth of your son. We thank you for the 33 years you allowed him to, to be on this earth that we may witness his glory. Lord, we thank you that Christmas is on a Sunday. Lord, we ask you to, to bless this time that we may bless you back. It's in your precious name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Bill, we come forward.